Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris of Velosos, and welcome back to So Over 50 Thursday. Stay listening. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. Today, Jeanette Irons, or So Irons on Instagram, is our guest from New Zealand. So let's welcome Jeanette. And thank you for coming onto the podcast. Hi, Jeanette. Hi, Maria. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're most welcome. And it's wonderful that we've actually got you here today. Well, our first New Zealand sewist on the podcast. I'm very (laughs) honoured. I'll try and represent New Zealand well. They had no problems with you being their representative, I'm sure. So how did you develop your online sewing name? My last name is actually Irons. And you do a lot of ironing while you sew. So sew irons kind of made sense. Plus it's a little bit of a pun as well. I'm sew irons on Instagram, sew.irons. My blog is sewirons.wordpress.com. And I'm also sew irons on maneuver.com as well. Great. So that's how listeners can find you in lots of different places. Yes. I was having a look at your background. So when I was going to ask you the question, when you started your sewing, correct me if I'm wrong, was it 2019 that you started sewing or earlier than that? I've been sewing since I was little, but I began sewing again in 2018. I was actually a full-time teacher and I left work to study my master's of education. And at that same time, I decided I wasn't going to buy any more clothes. But then I had this wardrobe full of workwear. And going through menopause, my body was changing. (laughs) So I had to come up with a strategy to get clothes without buying them. So that's when I started sewing again. So did you find that the shapes that you used to wear are the same shapes that you sew now or have they changed? So different. I was craving comfortable Mm -hmm. rather than fitted and my body had changed. And initially I sewed a lot of stuff that just didn't work. And it was only from getting on Instagram and the Sew Over 50 community that I started to look at other people that looked like me. And, you know, it's changed so much. I don't have so many disasters anymore. (laughs) Thank you to the people who are following Sew Over 50 for helping you out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, my mum taught me to sew because she sewed all my clothes when I was little. But I was one of seven children. So I also had a lot of hand-me-downs. And so mum would adjust a lot of my patterns. And I remember particularly a pair of jeans that had been my brother's that she cut down the seam and made them into abba pants with this floral insert, made them nice and flared. Yeah, mum did a lot of stuff like that. And she made she made my wedding dress, my bridesmaids dresses. And so a lot of the time when I sew, I actually think of mum, particularly when I unpack things, because she was very, very pedantic about how to do things. And it's funny now that mum's actually passed away, I spend so much time sewing and I think it's kind of a connection with my mum. But my grandma was also, she kind of gave me supplies. I remember she gave me a big trunk of old fabric that I used to make dolls clothes and stuff. But thinking back, those fabrics were probably really valuable because I remember like beaded fabrics and satiny fabrics and they were gorgeous for a little girl to play with. And I also learned to sew on my grandma's treadle sewing machine because I wasn't allowed to use mum's sewing machine. (laughs) But the treadle machine was the thing I got to use. 
which you had to be careful because if you didn't treat all evenly, it would go backwards and break the needles. That was a good way to teach me to sew steadily. And I've actually got grandma's sewing machine in the corner there. I was going to ask you if you still had the machine. I do. I'm really fortunate. I've got my grandma's sewing machine. I've also got my husband's grandmother's old singer, which is actually an electric one that's got a knee pedal. But unfortunately, when you plug it in, it doesn't stop until you unplug it out of the wall. It's possibly a little bit dangerous, that one. Possibly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're based in New Zealand, do you have a lot of opportunities to go to retailers to buy fabrics and notions? Well, I'm rural New Zealand. A lot of the really fun sewing shops are about an hour and a half away, like Miss Maud and the fabric store. So I mainly go on them online. I do have a little local quilt shop that's fun for little bits and pieces and Spotlight in Palmerston North. Mm -hmm. But mostly online. I've got lots and lots of favourite places I look at online. There is another shop local called For Fabric's Sake, which used to be a knitwear manufacturer called Levana, but the manufacturing is no longer in New Zealand. So this other retailer has taken it over. So I go to them a lot. They're just mainly knitwear and merino and things like that. See, a lot of people who don't live in New Zealand crave to buy merino fabric. Well, we just used to have this little shop really close to us in Levin. It was a factory shop, so it was cheap as and um, amazing. But unfortunately, no more manufacturing here. What type of styles do you tend to make now? I love dresses, but in my day-to-day, I don't wear dresses a lot. I um, mainly wear pants and tops and I love comfortable because I work from home now. I wear dresses for fun, but not because I need to. I noticed that you made the Frankie baseball tee. (laughs) I've made so many of those. I've probably got about eight of them and it's mainly for layering. In the winter, I wear it underneath. I don't normally wear it as a t-shirt. Except you've got a really lovely striped one and you matched perfectly on the shoulders. Yeah, there was a bit of stretching in there. (laughs) I don't normally pattern match, but that one was really fun. It looks stunning. Thank you. Also looking on your feed, I could see quite clearly that sewing is not your only craft. I love knitting and I've always got a knitting project on the go. I love knitting in the car when my husband's driving and he's also a private pilot. So I'll knit while we're flying as well. As you do. (laughs) He thinks I'm a little bit crazy, but I don't know if you've ever been in a little plane, but it's a little bit bumpy and I find knitting helps to settle my nerves. (laughs) For my job, I mark master's papers online. And sometimes when I'm doing really academic study, I find it's hard to focus and so I'll knit at the same time. It really helps me to concentrate on what I'm reading. Wow. And that's when I sew after I've been working really hard academic stuff. I'll sew and it's kind of like a break, even though it's still thinking, it's different. When did you join Instagram? That was probably in about 2018. For a long time, I was just looking, stalking. good yeah and then it was really funny in 2020 with the lockdown part of my role as a church leader we were going online putting church online and I was having to communicate on Facebook and with messenger and suddenly I realized that this two-way conversation was really powerful and it was then that I made the so irons Instagram and started being part of that conversation and it, it changed things so much Particularly, I remember the first time I did a 
post and tag so over 50 and they commented I nearly fell off my chair because I realized you know it was actually it was actually people not just a hashtag and then when they put one of my pictures up that was it was so exciting <laughs> empowering really they're amazing you mentioned that once you discovered Sober 50 you were able to find people that looked like you to help you with yes talk about that a little bit well, it's a funny thing because you look at pattern models, they've got a certain look and they don't look like most of us. And whereas the sum of a 50, there's so many different shapes and sizes, but they all kind of look like me, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And it's actually changed my perception of what clothes can look like and should look like. Because recently I looked at a an online retailer's winter, I don't know, their, their collection. Winter collection, yes. And all the models looked really strange. They were all very skinny with long legs and sort of boyish looks, flat chested. And then I realized actually that's what models do look like, but my perception had changed of what they should look like. And it was because of my time on Instagram. Yeah, I'd switch how things should look, which was kind of funny to notice. So thanks to the so the community as well, changing my perception. Well, that's great to hear. Yeah, we can look fantastic, but we don't look like a fashion model. That's a whole different realm really now. It is, it is, yeah. Are there any sewing patterns that you favour the most? Well, we've already talked about the Frankie baseball tee. Yes, I love itch to stitch. I've made lots of her patterns. They seem to fit me and she has cup sizes, so I don't need to do any adjustment. Our closet core, I've made a lot of fair patterns as well. Again, they just seem to fit and her instructions are amazing. I subscribe to Fibre Mood magazine, so I make a lot of them as well. Although they are not as easy to sew, they're more like a, an old burner pattern. Very minimal instructions and a different way they do things. But yeah, I've got lots of favourites. I tend to make patterns over and over and over and over again once I like one. <laughs> And just looking at the tee, the Frankie baseball tee, you've got the fit, you know, that's perfected on you. So why wouldn't you keep making it? There's no point making any other T-shirt. I'll just go to that one. (laughs) Yeah. What advice would you give listeners who are thinking about following what you've done, which is to make your own clothes, which is what you started a few years ago? I'd say just do it. What I did, I started replacing the ready-to-wear stuff I had And in some ways, that wasn't the right thing to do because it's so easy just to go and buy a T-shirt. And you actually, I think, better to try and make something that you can't buy and then you see the value of it. For example, a dress, a high-end dress, if you look at a designer dress, look at the price that that costs (laughs) and then make something and compare it with that rather than comparing it with a T-shirt, which you can buy so cheaply. And it feels like what you've made hasn't got the value. Yeah. But yeah, I think I did it the wrong way. When every time I make a dress, because it's expensive to buy fabric and it's expensive in time, but yeah, compare compare it to a high-end one. And then, then it's like, wow, I've made this amazing garment. That's a really good point is replacing what you've got, but the high-end stuff first. Yes. Go for something that you actually couldn't afford to buy and make it beautiful. Good point. If we have listeners who still are yet to follow Sober 50, what advice would you give to them? Oh, just do it. It makes such a difference. It makes a difference to your perception. We are a community, but they will also 
encourage you. There's never anything negative. It's always positive and uplifting, especially if you've had negative social media experiences. The sewing community is not like that at all. It's just amazing. Everyone is so encouraging. Wonderful. Yeah, again, just do it. <laughs> Jeanette, thank you for coming on to the podcast and sharing how you've gone about making clothes that suit you now and the experience that you've had with Sober 50. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this. Nice chatting with you. Yeah, it's lovely to meet you and it's great that you've, you're our first New Zealand podcast guest. So again, thank you so much. Thank you. And I hope there'll be lots more New Zealand guests. Yes, I do too. And have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of Sail Organised Style Podcast was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Jeanette Irons, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to Sew Organised Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Post any questions or suggestions you have on our Instagram account at Sew Organised Style or on our website at www.seworganisedstyle.com or on our Facebook page. Make sure you go back and listen to our Sew Over 50 podcast archive. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.